As a way to honor all of the mothers on here, from now through Mother's Day weekend, you can grab the My Essential Birth course and get the new bonus birth affirmations track plus matching birth affirmation cards and get entered to win one of three goodies from Docatot. Or you can be one of the first five to bundle and save grabbing the My Essential Birth and Postpartum course. And I will personally send you a handmade 100% muslin cotton belly bind with your bonus tutorial video. Plus you get all the bonuses from before the birth affirmation track, matching birth affirmation cards, and you get entered to win one of three goodies from Docatot totaling $247 worth of goodies. Head to myessentialbirth.com forward slash get started and join me in the birth course today. Happy Mother's Day. Women have been giving birth for centuries, so it's a pretty natural experience, right? Wrong. I'm Stephanie King, professional doula, childbirth educator, and the creator of the My Essential Birth Course, the online childbirth education course that's helping women everywhere confidently achieve their best birth. Today's culture would have us think that birth should be treated like an illness or an emergency, and that most of us need other people telling us what's best for our bodies because we aren't the experts. So sit tight, because if you're tuning into this podcast, you'll probably start to believe in your body, your intuition, and find yourself empowered and confident to do what it takes to have the birth of your dreams. If you like listening to me take you through these weekly topics step-by-step, then you're going to love the My Essential Birth course. Make sure that you're subscribed to the podcast and definitely head over to myessentialbirth.com for the free downloads mentioned right here in these episodes and to join the birth course and community full of pregnant moms just like you. I have to add a disclaimer that I am not a medical professional and I cannot provide medical advice. All of the information expressed in this podcast are based off of personal, professional, and educational experiences and are my own opinions. Please work with a provider you trust for medical advice during your pregnancy and birth. This week's reviewer of the week is, I swear you guys are trying to trick me with these names because it's just a bunch of letters. It's like J-F-I-Q-V-R-J-M-C, right? Like, so if that's you, you know who you are. (laughs) And she says, my favorite pregnancy podcast. I started listening to this early on, 12 weeks or so. In my third pregnancy, I have two other children who were born in my early 20s and I had always considered a home birth, but never felt strong enough to put myself in a setting that took away the option of pain medicine. You are not alone. Starting this podcast helped me to revisit that desire to believe in myself and my dream of welcoming a baby at my own home in a family-centered setting, and I am now 34 weeks pregnant and confidently planning for the home birth of my dreams. I love how the podcast speaks on a variety of topics while also allowing women to share their birth stories. It's non-biased but very empowering, allowing you to believe in your body and your ability to birth your baby. Listening to this podcast has allowed me to begin to create a beautiful plan to welcome my baby and one that is my own based on my own needs and desires. 10 out of 10 recommend. I have literally rationed the episodes so I can do a few each week and carry this podcast and content in it through my whole pregnancy. I'm dying at the I rationed the episodes. This is so fun, you guys. I love it. Thank you so much for the review. Thanks for following along. I love the empowerment that comes. I just shared about this the other day, actually, on Instagram. I think I had done a poll and I asked you guys, I'm like, medicated or unmedicated? Like, do you want the epidural or do you not? And then I went into kind of the scenario of like, it's not about the meds. It's about feeling empowered. So if you want the medication, I want you to want it, not because you're afraid of the pain, but because you've decided this is the best choice for me. I feel empowered making this decision. 
And if you don't want it, that's because I would hope that you're able to believe in yourself and feel empowered in being able to birth your baby without that medication. So I love it. That's the goal. All right, let me jump in here to this week's episode. And I'm going to tell you right now, probably the most common question that I get from pregnant moms who are ready to start the birth course is when do I start? And I always joke that I legitimately started taking a birth course with my second baby. The very first birth course I ever took, I was pregnant with my second. Before I was pregnant, I started that birth course. So as I was trying to get pregnant with that baby, my husband and I, I forced him along and I was like, we've got to do this thing. We have to learn. (laughs) um, So for me, I'm like, yes, I think any time is a good time. But to answer that question, I always am going to tell you to start it earlier, right? Earlier is better. And in this case, I'm telling you to start an online birth course earlier. So I'm talking about the My Essential Birth Course and the benefit of it is it's pre-recorded video and it's online at your own pace. And so when you take a birth class in person, it's wonderful. You've got your birth partner, but it's generally in the third trimester. And um, the reason for that is so that you're remembering the information. So it's really fresh in your mind so that you can practice all that relaxation and stuff. You don't get bored of it. Um, and all of that happens as you get closer to your birth, which is really smart, right? The trouble with beginning a really great birth course later in pregnancy is sometimes you might have already developed or maybe you're on the verge of developing some things that make you a little bit more high risk. Um, And those things make it so that you might lose a little bit of your options and control over your birth experience. So for example, women who develop preeclampsia Um, during pregnancy, they need greater monitoring during pregnancy. And then a lot of times they're offered induction, like pretty commonly, sometimes for safety of mom and baby, sometimes it can be pushed a little bit. But either way, it, it puts mom in a position to have a little less control over her experience. Now, that's not to say that you shouldn't be taking a birth course in your third trimester. Any time is a good time, and there's plenty of reasons that moms end up in this situation where they're like, okay, I just found the podcast, and I'm ready to jump in, and I am, you know, in my third trimester, or I finally convinced my husband <laughs> to take the class with me, and I'm in my third trimester, right? So um, there's all those those different reasons. You're like, that's when I'm going to have my focus time. Like, I have time off of work, and I want to sit and be able to do it. Those are all good reasons. Um, but here's what I want to focus on today, and what I want you to kind of put in the back of your mind Um, particularly if you are earlier on in pregnancy, so that these top two things kind of stick out to you. And you might laugh because they're not mind-blowing, you guys. I promise you've heard these before. It's nutrition and exercise. If you can get started early on with those top two things, nutrition and exercise, and you get those in order right, uh, you will have more power over your birth experience. So they will set you up for success. I promise these very simple things. In fact, I think we hear it so often that a lot of times we look right over it. We glance right over it. We, you know, oh, I've heard that a million times. Sure, yeah, pregnancy, nutrition, and exercise, right? But that's what I want to talk to you about today. And I have a special guest, Holly Rose, here with me. And I'm really excited to have her on. Um, so I'm going to stop here and let Holly introduce herself. And then we want to dive into a little bit of the details of what that looks like for you guys and why it's so beautiful and important. So Holly, will you take a moment and introduce yourself, please? Oh, thanks, Stephanie. My name is Holly Roser. I own a women's personal training studio in San Francisco, and we also love to help encourage and inspire women across the world through our online training studio. So whether you're pre-baby or post-baby, 
we can help you get to where you want to be with nutrition and fitness. Um, I've been a trainer for 16 years. And um, when I started, my first certification was my pre and postnatal cert. I trained, um, she's going to hate me for saying this, but some secret agent who I'm not supposed to talk about in the FBI. And she was preggers and um, she was like like 17 weeks and she had to be able to like jump over a fence and like all this crazy stuff. I'm like, honey, I don't think it's going to happen. Um, and they have to do 20 pushups and, um, woo. Uh, so that was my first pregnant client, the uh, most wild of all. And I just fell in love with training women, um, and empowering them in this phase of life where you're being told to just be so careful about everything. Um, so I have a team of 15 trainers and everyone is certified in pre and postnatal training um, and knows what to look for um, with diastasis and um, you know pelvic floor issues and all that fun stuff. And so I'm excited to share with you guys today some tips and tricks that can help you along your pregnancy or if you're postpartum, some amazing moves and tips and tools um, for the postpartum life. And I just completed my essential birth course um, in December. Uh, we welcomed baby Noah, and um, he is just a, the biggest joy ever. He's already doing push-ups and crunches. And, no, he's not doing push-ups, but he's doing crunches <laughs> and he's doing leg presses. It's really fun. Um, I can talk Love to you guys it. about workouts to do with baby, but I'm very grateful for my essential birth course because um, Stephanie, you really helped me through the process of induction, um, like not feeling judged for, I I was on the natural path and um, I did not want to get an epidural, but um, 22 hours of no drugs and you're, you're (laughs) I ended up getting one, but it was a three-day induction process, but your course really helped me. Um, the hip circles, the rebozo, the, um, the, um, pushing my husband, you know, with like pushing the hip area back, the, um, opposing force, I think you guys have a special name for it. Um, but really helped. Yeah. Counter pressure through the contractions really (laughs) helped. So thank you so much. You saved, um, my husband's life and mine too. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. We're going to have Holly back, um, a little later and I want her to be able to come on, you'll come with your husband and you guys get to tell your birth story and that's going to be amazing too. So thank you for being here. Um, and on top of that, Holly has been so generous and and she is donating a couple of things for us. So she is donating, which I think is a huge giveaway. And I told her this, but um, for the giveaway this week, you guys, she's donating her six week skinny jean program, right? Is that, did I say it right? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to let her talk about that in a moment. But in order to enter for this giveaway, and this is obviously a postpartum course, um, and I'll let you say, you know, when everyone can get started on that as well. Um, but if you guys would like to be entered for that, all you have to do is leave a review for the podcast. So head to Apple podcast, leave your review. Um, you'll find pregnancy and birth made easy. Scroll down to where it says, write a review, click the stars, leave a review, and then shoot me an email at hello at my Just screenshot your review and you'll be entered for the giveaway. Um, and Holly, I'll have you go over that in just a moment. And the other thing she's offering for every single listener here, and I will make sure that this link gets in the show notes, but she is giving us an entire free 
PDF download of her Holly Roser Fitness Health at Home. And she talked about, I'm going to let you talk about that too, but it's an entire cookbook of quick, easy, clean eating meals. So we talk about both of those just for a moment. And I just want to say thank you so much because those are huge giveaways. Oh, you're very welcome. I'm so glad to be able to give you guys these gifts. So the Skinny Jeans Project is a six-week program where you're going to get grocery lists. You're going to get workout specific moves for each part of your body, and you're going to know what to eat before and after your workout. Um, quick snacks on hand for busy mamas to be and busy moms out there. And um, most of our ladies, though we don't always focus on weight loss, we focus on how we feel and the weight loss ends up coming. Most of our ladies lose anywhere from 10 to 15 pounds within that 30 day um, challenge or sorry, the 60 day challenge. And, um, and then with our HRF at home cookbook, these are quick, easy meals. So we got protein shakes, protein bites. Um, all of the meals have a ton of protein, a ton of fiber and hidden veggies, which is the key to living a happy life. Uh, hide yes. those veggies in your food. Um, it's not macaroni and cheese. It's acorn squash mac and cheese. It's a, not a brownie. It's a, a zucchini brownie, but don't, you know, if you have other kids at home, don't tell awesome. the kids, right? Yeah. So um, those are some amazing gifts for you guys to get you started on your healthy life. Oh, I love it. Thank you so much for that. You're very welcome. Okay. And um, you guys, I will remind you of that again at the end of this episode, but let's take a moment and talk about nutrition. So I thought we could dive into that first. Um, obviously, these are things that you did prenatally and postpartum with your own body for your own growing of your baby. Um, will you talk to us a little bit about some key components that matter when it comes to nutrition in regards to growing a baby? So you have a human in your body. So when you're growing this baby, you're growing your body. When you're pregnant, you really want to think about listening to those hunger cues. And my grandma is um, 82, uh, although she tells everyone she's 90 because she wants everyone to go, you look so young for 90, right? (laughs) But she's really 82. It's hilarious. So back in her day, she did not eat. When you were pregnant, you were not supposed to eat when you were hungry. You were just supposed to like, okay, I got to stay skinny and I'm smoking cigarettes. Things have changed. Um, For the healthiest baby and the healthiest pregnancy possible, you want to listen to those hunger cues. And if that means you're hungry every hour, please eat, but eating the right thing. So every time you put something in front of you to eat, you want to make sure you have protein and fiber and okay. You're like, Holly does, um, you know, French fry, uh, sweet potato, French fry have protein and fiber. Okay. Um, we want to make sure that the foods you're eating are serving you and not hurting you. So uh, a great example for breakfast, steel cut oats, sliced almonds, blueberries, raspberries, um, so that you're getting those components that are going to keep you fuller for longer because yeah, you could like, I know you're craving like a Sunday. I know you're craving, you know, um, probably like who knows macaroni and cheese, whatever it is, but think of, is this meal protein dense? Is this meal fibrous? And that's, what's going to hold you over instead of having these dips of blood sugar and that just makes us crave more food that is not healthy. So the the food that you eat that's not serving your body, the more of that you eat, it just becomes a speeding roller coaster um, of ups and downs with blood sugar. Um, also, you know, lean, lean meat. If you eat meat, um, I think of 
animals that roam the field. And these are really important animals to eat because you're not getting the hormones of a factory farm. So elk and bison um, are really awesome lean meats and they're not pumped up with hormones and they're not, you know, confined to a cage or a bad area. So think about the meat you're eating and um, the fish you're eating as well. So when you're thinking about adding that protein in, looking at um, the pesticides used, right? Looking at um, the amount of protein versus fat and um, with fish looking at the lead. So um, looking for like wild caught Alaskan salmon, um, would be really key in terms of nutrition and making sure that if you're eating red meat, um, making sure that you're getting like a very, very grass fed, um, animal that roams the field. So that those are some good tips. I have to ask you, where do you get elk or bison? Clearly I'm not eating these things. (laughs) So I actually like, so I live in San Francisco, so it's like we got a bunch of hippie dippy grocery stores <laughs> here, but you can also get them online. And it's so funny. You go on these websites, it's like, you know, a, a cowboy rancher is like, grow, you know, he's got elk and he's yeah. like, here you go. Frozen elk comes to your door. So it's pretty cool. That's awesome. I love it. Okay. Um, now something that I had heard and maybe talk to me a little bit about this. I love that you're adding the fiber in, especially for pregnant moms, because we know that constipation and the slowing down of everything, that's very real. Um, something that I've heard though is protein, carb, fat. Like you should have this at every meal. Um, and that's for blood sugar and for all kinds of like not feeling foggy and having energy for a long time. Um, how do you feel about that? I love that you added the fiber, but I'm curious cause I'm always telling women like whatever snack you have, it should have protein, carb, and fat. And that's including during labor. As a way to honor all of the mothers on here from now through mother's day weekend, you can grab the, my essential birth course and get the new bonus birth affirmations track plus matching birth affirmation cards and get entered to win one of three goodies from Docatot. Or you can be one of the first five to bundle and save grabbing the, my essential birth and postpartum course. And I will personally send you a handmade 100% muslin cotton belly bind with your bonus tutorial video. Plus you get all the bonuses from before the birth affirmation track, matching birth affirmation cards, and you get entered to win one of three goodies from Docatot, totaling $247 worth of goodies. Head to myessentialbirth.com forward slash get started and join me in the birth course today. Happy Mother's Day. Absolutely. You want to have a little bit of fat in there. So um, 20 to 30% um, of your daily value should be fat. And this is not the time ladies to do the low carb. I've talked to a lot of pregnant clients and they're like, I'm doing low carb. I'm like, honey, no, you should eat whatever you want in moderation. (laughs) This is not the time to be like freaking out about carbohydrates and carbohydrates. All it is, is energy. So it's not anything bad. It's just energy that your body is using as fuel for your day. So, um, so yeah. And then, so almonds are great, but almonds are sprayed with a bunch of pesticides. So, um, thinking of like, like an organic almond or looking at, um, Mm. like, you know, walnuts, almonds, peanuts, but just looking at ones that are organic would be ideal. Okay. I like that. Um, I thought too, moms are going to want to know what does this look like for me in my everyday? So we can throw all this stuff out, but like, 
Can you walk me through even like you gave an awesome sample for breakfast? Like how can I put this in my mind? I'll tell you what happens to me when I want to start eating healthy, right? I'll like look up a bunch of recipes or whatever. And the problem is most of the time, if I'm going from like I'm not eating very healthy to I want to eat very clean, all of these ingredients, like I'm going to buy all these ingredients and they're really good for like one or two meals and then I don't know what to do with them. So like what's a good, you know, like rule of thumb to add these things in and make it a really simple, like what's a simple way that I can move to cleaner eating one day at a time? So one day at a time, one hour at a time. So you could you could do two different options. One is you can spend one hour for three days. So that one hour of cooking, three days of meals. Or you can go like bonkers on a Sunday or Saturday and meal prep for like three hours. That way you have meals throughout the whole week. Think of yourself as your own personal chef. Like, okay, if I'm my own personal chef, I'm going to make sure my snacks, like how you would like, like do it for your child, you know, you'd have your child's like snacks all in Tupperware ready to go for the whole week. Or we don't use Tupperware anymore. I'm talking like my grandma, we use glassware because like, and, um, because it's better for you. Um, and so you have it portioned out that way you're not overeating. Um, if you're, you know, like if you have four protein bites, um, which is just like peanut butter, oats, a um, little bit of honey and protein powder, and you have them in a little like jar, or if you have them in a little container, you're like, okay, cool, that's my snack. Or hard boiled eggs, really, really easy. Um, using like ground elk and doing like a taco bowl, or like using that ground elk again for um, for like spaghetti, you know, bolognese or something like that. Um, but making sure that you are you're prepped for success. Just like you're prepping for birth, you're prepped for a week of clean eating. And if you have children at home, have your husband or have your nanny or your friend come over and say, Hey, can you watch my little one for a minute? I just need to cook. And if you're like, Holly, three hours is not going to, it's not going to, it's not doable. Um, salads. So like salad's pretty easy, right? Lettuce, get some quinoa in that salad, get some uh, tofu or some lean protein on that salad. Cause it's like, you don't really have to cook much. Quinoa is very easy. Yeah. When you when you educate women about nutrition, do you talk at all about water and water intake? Oh yeah. Yeah. So we want to make sure that you guys are drinking, I mean, a half gallon to a gallon a day is great. But you want to really make sure that you are in the right temperature. So um, you know, if you're pregnant, you want to make sure that you're not um, I believe is it 80 or is it 75 or 80 degrees, Steph, that you shouldn't be walking around? I think it's like above 80 degrees. I don't know. I'm like, Something I just else. go off of how hot am I? There's like a temperature, <laughs> right, which is hot I all the time. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> but there's like, you don't really want to be walking around outside. I think it's like 80 degrees or something like that. So making sure that right. you're not exerting yourself in any like warm temperature. Um, but yeah, really aiming for... Uh, your your blood volume is higher. Your blood pressure is higher. So you want to make sure that you're, so you're hotter. So you want to make sure you're drinking enough water. We tell our not pregnant clients to drink a gallon of water a day. Um, and so you're peeing more, right? But you're going to pee more anyway. <laughs> if you're yeah. pregnant, you're peeing every like <laughs> no 30 minutes. Um, yeah. And what that's going to do, it's going to help you feel not as hungry. Many times we confuse, our body confuses um, hunger for thirst. It's the same kind of signal right. in our body. So making sure yeah. that you're hydrated. Um, and so 
like we have clients buying those giant gallons at the grocery store, or you could like have a hydro flask, like have a couple of hydro flasks around your house. So you have like six hydro flasks, um, or you could have like six hydro flasks, flasks on your counter in your kitchen. And like in the morning you fill them all up. That way you just grab one if you're running out the door. Um, and it's a way to measure how much water you're drinking. The thing that I love about water too, and I have this problem where I'm like hungry or thirsty, my body's always like chocolate, right? So that's not <laughs> good. <laughs> but um, but what I loved learning about nutrition and in regards to pregnancy, or I guess just life, um, really had to do with hormones. So do you go into that at all? Absolutely. So you okay. have a hunger hormone and a full hormone. So um, paying attention... I always say when you're eating, think about in eating intently and eating intuitively, am I full? Like asking yourself, like, am I full or do I just want to keep eating? Um, so yeah. there's our hunger and our full hormones. And um, and then we have emotions that come into that meal as well. Mm-hmm. Like, screw it. I can't tell you how many times, like, I'm a personal trainer. Like, I was just like, ice cream, screw it. That's an emotion, yeah. right? So I'm like, my hunger right. hormones are getting out of whack. Um thinking of your stress hormone, cortisol. So looking at like, okay, every day go, what is my scale of stress from one to 10? If your scale of stress is like a nine, um, you want to make sure you're making healthy decisions. So, um, if like, if you're really stressed, you're going to crave sugar, fat, and salt. So just being mindful of the role that hormones are playing throughout the day, um, in your food decisions, it's really important. I think I'm stressed a lot. Yeah. I'm just going to say, I'm like, some chocolate covered bacon sounds really good. I think that just covered all. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> you guys don't listen to me. Listen to her. Um, okay. Something, and, and too, like, how this is what drives me crazy too. Like, hormones, water is like lubrication for everything, right? And our minds, our literal bodies, um, at, when we're talking about hormones for pregnancy, it includes when we're having contractions. Like, a dehydrated mom is going to have more painful contractions. Um, they, you know, it can throw them off where they're coming closer together or farther apart. Like, it is very important to be hydrated. Um, and I'm just going to throw in along with that, you kind of talked about pesticides and this and that from these other sources of food, but I think clean water is really important. And that, I mean, there's all different ways that we can go about this. I'll tell you, my husband and I just bought a Berkey, right? Because we, we wanted everything filtered out except for the minerals. So there's, there's different options that way, but I'm also like my old, my oldest is 13. My youngest is almost nine and now I can't afford a Berkey. So I'm totally, I understand if like that's not on the list, you know, but I, I mean, I was careful. I was much more careful when I was pregnant about what I was putting into my body. And that went with the cleanliness of the water too. So, you know, whether that's not just necessarily bottled, but like, like cleaner. (laughs) Oh, it's awesome. yeah, I think I definitely think that matters as well. And then I had in here, I I thought maybe touching on some quick t- tips for moms on the go, because I think of like, you know, I'm pregnant and I'm working or I'm pregnant and I have toddlers running everywhere and we're in and out of the house. What are some quick snack ideas that come to mind that are just like, yes, you should have these ready to go in a bag or you can grab a handful of this. And these are really good options to take with you. So you want to have yourself set up for success wherever you are. So have those snacks with you because when you're pregnant and you're hungry, like it's like, whoa, I'm going to, someone's going to get <laughs> smacked or I'm going <laughs> to fall over. You know, you're just like, I need to right. eat. So have, um, in the car, have like four different granola bars with you, like a, like 
ideally granola bars that you make yourself and in the cookbook that you guys are going to get in the PDF. There's some um, granola bar recipes that you can make super easy. Some of them are non-bake, um, but have a protein bar, have, um, have some like hard boiled eggs in your fridge ready to go. Um, grilled chicken breast, um, edamame, um, stuff that is easily transportable is always better. So that's why the granola bar is king essentially. So, um, and then I am not a huge fan of protein shakes, um, prenatal. I'm just, you know, really we can eat real food at this point and, um, and it could potentially cause more gas and bloating. It's like, do you really want that? So, um, trying to, you know, save the protein shakes until after baby would probably be the best plan. Um, even if it's, you know, hemp protein or brown rice protein, um, you're just better off having the real source of protein here. So, um, but peanut butter, um, on, you know, you can have peanut butter on toast, peanut butter on apples, but, um, making sure that everywhere you go, those snacks exist or else you might be eating your hand. (laughs) Like, well, not like postpartum too. That was like, okay, you get your diaper station set up and it should include snacks and water. Like, don't you, the second you like latch a baby you're on, you're like, (gasps) like I'm so parched and I'm so hungry. That's (laughs) right. That's right. Starving. So yes, and it makes sense because you're like exercising, right? You're like burning calories like crazy as you're breastfeeding. Um, but I love that. And I love that you talked about real food because this actually came up in our private Facebook community group um, just a couple weeks ago. And that was the question like, oh, like, does anyone know what the best prenatal protein is? And I'm like, food, that's food. what it is. Um, so, you know, then and there's some these I can't remember the name of them, but there's some companies and it's like, um, you know, they have this incredible prenatal protein and it's incredibly expensive and that's great, but it's never going to touch anything that you're doing with real food. So I love that you mentioned that. And I want to second that right here, that the very best source of all of your things, including protein is going to be real food. So stick with the real food. Okay, I have to ask you this one, and this just makes me curious since you are a personal trainer and you've got all of this knowledge, what did you bring with you for labor? Oh and my did you gosh. use any of it? 22 <laughs> hours. I assume you ate something. I hope. Well, the whole the whole thing was 38 hours. It was 22 oh hours with no, no uh, drugs. <laughs> no <Okay>. help. <laughs> Holy cow. So we had, um, oh, it was really funny, Stephanie. So I had all of the essential oils that you recommended. Um, and nice. those were very, very helpful um, for the first, you know, uh, 12 hours, let's say. 10 minutes. Yeah. Like, yes, <laughs> I'm like, more lavender. <laughs> um, you know, that was great. Um, and okay, let's see. I actually had my husband bring, and ladies, please, please do this because the hospital can never bring you enough water if you um, choose to have a hospital birth. I had my husband bring two gallons of water. So he had those plastic gallons. Wow. Because I knew I was going to be asking for water every hour because in your um, birth course, you mentioned like staying hydrated, staying hydrated the whole time throughout labor. And I'm like, well, we need gallons. And then um, (laughs) we had just like an emergency stock of granola bars. Um, And, but I really want to echo your course and what you mentioned about eating during labor because you, okay, so you're sleeping. Some, you know, some people, you know, I slept for like four hours. I didn't remember when I woke up Um, because the contractions were so bad to eat. Mm. So I almost went 24 hours without, because you have epidural and you can't eat after. Um, I almost went 24 hours without eating. 
this is so crazy, but the pain of hunger was worse than the pain of contractions. So, so even if you wake up in the middle of the night and those contractions, um, and those surges are coming and, and you're like, oh my gosh, Stephanie said I need to eat during labor. Please <laughs> remember eat during labor, eat while you can, cause you don't know what's going to happen. Um, right. and, and it needs to be as like clean as possible. You need to be <laughs> oh, yeah, substantial. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so in the hospital bag, uh, man, we looked like we were headed to war. I mean, um, <laughs> we really did. Um, I think like one of my clients got me like a little, um, she got me like the little care package of, you know, these cool diapies for, um, for women postpartum. That was awesome. I'm like, I need diapers too. Yep. We need diapers too. And, um, and yeah, but just getting ready for, uh, it's like, you know, my my labor was like going into war war zone. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's funny. I it's something I always tell women to bring as I'm like always bring honey sticks, right? Like worst case, when you're like I can't think of food. You can shove honey into your mouth, and that is like it's so much better than like the popsicles or stuff that they're gonna give yep. you there because that that sugar like it spikes and then it crashes. But honey is sustaining, and so it it spikes you quick so that you get the energy that you need, but it tapers off slow, and that's definitely more of what's gonna feel good during pregnancy but same thing I say eat a big meal once contractions are going and you think this might be the real thing even if you think it's early I mean unless it's like time to be sleeping right I don't want you to get out of bed at 10 30 at night because you had a contraction and I don't want you to go eat that's going to throw everything off but um, once you're like at the normal part of your day or you're feeling hungry it's time to get some food and it was funny because when when we brought stuff to the hospital for my second Oh man, I was like, I had this bag of like six bell peppers. I don't know. And I ate none of them. Right. And then I had like all this Gatorade and I brought like a full on, it was like this chicken stuffed something. I don't know <laughs> what my plan was, but I like, right. If the goal is to get there when like you need little sustaining snacks, like, you, I mean, maybe don't bring like a full on meal, but I think having those like little sustaining snacks, we were talking about protein, carbs, fat, you can add in the fiber. Like you, like you said, it's so important. And I like making a dad basket too. All right. I really like recommending yes. that where it's like, you know beef jerky or whatever whatever's not going to drive mom crazy and keep dad sustained you know those are the things that should be in that so thank you for sharing that that's so fun (laughs) before we jump off I I want to talk about exercise and because this is I mean right along with nutrition right this is where all of your stuff comes in and I know this is going to look different for every mom and so when I talk right now we're going to talk about a little bit different exercise than I mentioned in the birth course, for example, because when I'm talking about it in the birth course, the first thing I'm going to tell you is to do those three free exercises. And that is strength for mom and position for baby. It's to make pregnancy and birth easier and more comfortable. That's the goal with those things. They're not things that are going to like get your heart rate up or, you know, um, strengthen different kinds of muscles that have nothing to do with the processes of birth. Um, And at the same time, I'm like, you should be doing like walking outside or trying to get your heart rate up for 30 minutes. But I want you to go into a couple of maybe rules of thumb that or what you tell like every pregnant client, you can do this. This is, um, you know, simple to do. And here's the benefits for you. And something that like every mom can start incorporating, because I think, too, if a mom is listening and she's already pregnant and she's not active, if exercise is not something that has been on her to-do list at all prior to pregnancy or now, 
um, I want it to be doable. I want her to get off of this podcast episode and be like, I can spend this amount of time and do these exercises and feel successful and benefit my body and my baby. Absolutely. Um, so we go being uh, pre and postnatally certified, we go off of the American Academy of Obstetrics and Gynecology. And for a very, very long time, um, they ruled, they meet what are, maybe every two years, and they said for a very long time, do not get your heart rate over 150 if you're pregnant. Do not work out if like you can't go over 150. Um, I don't think a lot of pregnant women are like, hey, I want to be in a research study about exercise. Yeah. Like, so how much research do we have on pregnant women being able to work out? Not really that much. So um, I and I always ask the question, why? Why do you want to get your heart rate above 150? What's the goal here? You can do a safe and effective workout with your heart rate being at 120, 130, 140, um, and the, the goal, what's your goal? So your goal should be to strengthen your body as you are gaining weight in front of you. Um, we talk about strengthening your posterior chain, which is your hamstrings, your glutes, your upper back, your shoulders, so that you can effectively carry, um, you know, let's say 25 pounds or more weight on your body, your joints can handle it. So you're you're not getting like, maybe you're not gonna get sciatica, you know? Um, maybe you're not gonna have as much lower back pain. Um, maybe your shoulders aren't gonna come forward as much from all the extra weight on you. So um, you're prepping your body to have all of this weight on you so you can have great posture, less headaches, because your neck's not gonna come forward, right? So key um, markers to look out for, um, I would never have a pregnant client do burpees. I would never have a pregnant client. I'm like, why? I'm trying to picture myself. I'm like, pregnant, what trying in to the do world? Burpees. That's gotta <laughs> like, look good. What in the world? I'm like, you're already nauseous. You already have heartburn. What are you doing? <laughs> like, what in the world? So keeping it really mild to moderate. Um, like most physicians agree with ACOG and they say, do not start a fitness program if you haven't worked out prior to being pregnant. I agree. I'm like, what are you doing? Um, you should start walking, but don't pick up the weights once you're like, I'm pregnant, time to work out, right? I'm like, okay, what are we doing? But you, can't you do that safely, slowly? Like I do yeah. think there there ha like there's like a stigma too where like oh women are weak and like oh shoot I'm pregnant I can't do anything, and I I do feel like okay maybe you don't like start CrossFit right away, um but I is there a harm in picking up the weights because I actually kind of love that idea. Yeah, um, there's like we don't really know so much of like pregnancy workouts, like we don't really know, but, um, somewhere along the line, somebody decided that that wasn't a good idea. So, I mean, I think you could probably still do some ballet type of moves, some bar workouts, um, mild to moderate elliptical, I think would probably be okay. Um, but there's no reason to like, like, I don't know about like starting like a strength training program, but, sure. um, and, and once you hit your second trimester, no moves on your back. Um, so like, you know, thinking more of like, okay, what moves can I do standing? We can do standing rows. We can do squats. Um, squats are my favorite move for pregnancy because you really have to strengthen your glutes because you have all of this weight coming yeah. forward. You have to strengthen the back of your body and, um, standing rows. See, that kind of so strength training, moves. you get your built in. Right, your built-in weights. Yeah, <laughs> <Not> yeah. <belly. laughs> yeah, you don't need to add extra weights, really. Um, so, looking at like side lunges, um, uh, plies, strengthening your inner thighs. So, um, 
and then really making sure that you realize your body is more flexible when you're pregnant um, because of relaxing yeah. in your joints. So you're going to feel like, whoa, like I'm so much stronger or not stronger. I'm so much more flexible. Like you can go past your toes on your hamstring stretch, yeah. but uh, making sure you actually don't go further because that's how you could potentially get injured. Um, but I really encourage um, you ladies out there really, you know, get those 10,000 steps in a day. If you're already at 10,000, get the 15,000 in. Um, the more you work out, um, ideally like three to five days a week, 30 minutes each workout, um, the better it is for baby in the long run. And you're setting those healthy habits. So even if like, you're like, Holly, I'm puking, I can't work out. Like, okay, yeah. we'll take that time that you would have worked out that 30 minutes and still block it off in your calendar because in two months, whenever you feel like you're not nauseous anymore, um, you still are going to want that time to work out. And let's keep that sacred space in your calendar. Like maybe you're like researching recipes. Like I always say, book your workout as an appointment in your calendar that you'll never get rid of that appointment. It's something for you. And once baby comes out into the world, um, eight weeks, you know, a lot of doctors say eight weeks now, six to eight weeks after baby, um, that's when you can start safely working out. You'll still have that time block in your calendar. Um, to work out and spend some time for you and your health. So is your probably, it sounds like the number one recommendation would be if you're starting from nowhere, start walking. Start like walking. Absolutely. Today. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So three to five times a week, you block out 20 minutes and go for a walk and you can absolutely. increase that as you go. I love it. I know other things that I really like and recommend for moms swimming. It's super like, it, you oh, know, get rid of the weight, right? Yeah. The best. <laughs> right. Good for cardio, good for everything, strength and everything. And then yoga, you talked about that. Um, and I think it's so relaxing. It's funny because that's one of my favorite parts. Like I'm already fairly flexible, but when I'm pregnant, I'm like, oh my gosh, watch this, you guys, you know, <laughs> it out and it might be why I created some issues for myself because I definitely ran into sciatica and all kinds oh, of fun yeah. stuff but um because I'm always like well let's just push the body a little more because it's so cool that it's doing it but I like your your safety that's better um but yoga I think is so good and it's not just for you know the stretching our bodies and a lot of strength training but the breathing Yes. And I think that follows us right into labor. And I'm like, I'm sure you can attest to that. Like how much were you focusing on breathing during labor? You know, was that a lot for you? Oh, yeah. yeah. My yeah. doula did not make it to the birth. So my husband was my birth coach. And um, yeah, you want to really focus breathing, <laughs> um, breathing through your workouts breathing in through your nose, out through your mouth. So taking that same breathing that you guys are like using in Stephanie's course um, throughout labor is so important and it's going to give you more energy. So bad breathing is going to like drain your energy. Um, yeah. So practicing that in your workouts. So when you're squatting, your body naturally inhales. You don't have to worry about inhaling, but exhaling on your way out of your squat or usually you're exhaling on the hardest part of the workout move you're doing. But yeah. Um, I I would say like 50, yeah, 50 to 70% of labor is breathing. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I'll be honest, it's something I had to learn. Like breathing did not come, the thought, like I really had to think about it and do it slowly and make it deep. Like that took a lot of effort for me. So if you guys are listening and that's 
how you're feeling too, it's normal. Um, maybe not for everyone. Some people I feel like are full of big lungs and they can, you know, breathe like that all day. But I had to focus on my breath a lot and I did yoga during pregnancy and it was really helpful that way. And that's definitely like every contraction. I was like, I'm going to breathe in through my nose and fill my belly as big as it'll go. And then I'm thinking about all my affirmations and stuff, but I'm focused on that breath. So I, it's so good for that. Um, did you, I am curious, did you do those three exercises within the My Essential Birth course regularly? What tips do you have for moms in regards to those or what, what are your thoughts around those? So with the diaphragm, um, I think you call it belly breathing, right? Yeah. So, um, belly breathing after birth is so important because that's, what's actually engaging your pelvic floor right? That's strengthening your pelvic floor after baby. So prepping you in this breathing, um, going into late, you know, prepping you for labor. Um, but it's, this is how you're using your core and it's going to help your pelvic floor post-birth. So that was awesome to see. And cause you have all this weight on your pelvic floor from your baby (laughs) and And so if you're using that breathing through, let's say like bird dogs or, um, cat cow or, um, like a modified plank, uh, postnatal, that is really, that, that could help your diastasis or, um, if you have any ab separation going on, um, or just generally strengthen your core to back hopefully where it was at some point before. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So did you add in things like the squat and the pelvic tilts and the forward leaning inversion? Did you add that into your just daily routine of what you were doing? Oh, the I was too scared to do the forward leaning inversion because I'm a chicken, but I did. I was like, ah. um, but the squat, yes. Um, and um, yeah, your squat is on the ball, on the stability ball was also helpful. That yeah. I was there for uh, maybe eight hours on the ball. So thank you. <laughs> really helped me. Like John's like, you're still rolling on this ball. I'm like, yeah, well, he's like, it's been eight hours. So yeah, that Back was my body now. That was so cool. And then breathing through that, um, was really helpful. And I think that's the latent phase of labor you said. Yeah, like, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, good, good. I'm glad that that was useful for you. Um, is there anything else you want to add in regards to nutrition and exercise before we get off here and before I tell everyone where to find you, is there anything else jumping out at you that you're like, these people need to know this really quick before I go? Oh yeah. Well, I, I would say, listen to your body. If you're like, oh, it's kind of hot outside. Should I be going on a run? Um, if it's like, you know, if you're like, Hey, my friends want to go on this trail. Uh, should I be running on a dirt trail right now? Listen to your body. There will be so many times in your life where you can do all these crazy fun things. Um, the biggest tip, you're going to be probably having to pee every 30 minutes. So going on a kayak, <laughs> probably not a good idea. You're stuck. <laughs> it's like going on a kayak, uh, you know, uh, second trimester is going to be hard. Paddleboarding stuff is going to be hard. So think about like, like, oh man, you know, there's so many things I can't do and I'm so used to being active. Think of it as just a period of time where maybe you can't do like half of the things, let's say maybe half, you, you know, things that you used to do, but um, you will get your body back and it will be better than it was before. 
And, um, and I just encourage you to take the best care of yourself and the best care of baby as possible. And if 20% of what you eat is, um, you know, Oreos and, um, maybe some like fun donuts and pastries, like that's fine too. You just have to go with what you feel is best for you. And thank you so much, Stephanie, for, um, in your modules on the birth course of, of not like judging someone's, you're like, this is the pain medication. You know, these are your <laughs> options. There's always no judgment in, um, in how you speak with, um, your, your viewers. And I love that because you do feel like kind of down on yourself, like, dang it. Like, why wow, I could have just lasted like 20 more hours, you know, without an epidural. <laughs> uh, you yeah, know, you're you like, mean? you're like, Hey, like, this is what like this is what you these are the options and it's great if you do it's great if you don't you could do birth center you can do home birth so thank you so much for empowering me and empowering all of your viewers in the decisions that you know we make or you know what's true to you yeah thank you holly i appreciate that's the goal like that's no always judgment. yes you get to choose yeah Awesome. So tell everyone now where they can find you, because even if they don't live in California, they have access to you um, and you're able to support women from all over the world. So will you tell us a little bit about where people can find you? Oh, yeah. So you guys can go to my website. It's hollyroser.com. And um, I'm also on Instagram. It's just hollyroserfitness. So um, we have a bunch of really cool, um, I have a bunch of little inspirational tips on Instagram. And then on my site, I have probably 500 videos, um, different workout moves that you can do with minimal equipment. Wow, that's amazing. And you guys don't forget if you want to enter that giveaway to get the six week program. Um, and if you want to download the PDF that is available, the PDF was the, um, in case you guys jumped in late, that is the cookbook that Holly is offering. It is a full cookbook. And I told her, I'm like, you don't even need to give all that away. And she's like, no, I'm going to give it. So <laughs> thank you, Holly. All of that's available. Um, myessentialbirth.com forward slash podcast. Find this interview with me and Holly. And then as far as the giveaway, don't forget to leave a review and send me an email at hello at my essential birth to be able to be entered. So thank you again. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for having me. That's it for this week, but make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you get notifications first as I drop new episode every week. And don't forget to head over to myessentialbirth.com for all of the free downloads mentioned here and to join the birth course and community serving pregnant moms just like you. If you enjoyed this and other episodes, I would love it if you would take a few minutes to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I read every single one and include one at the beginning of each episode. See you next week.